Surprise! We've sent Dylan and Bengt uh, packing, or rather Christmas shopping. Beat the sorry asses. So we took out the studio to talk about Christmas games, because, you know, given the season, it feels appropriate. Sure. There's been a lot of Christmas games over the years. Yeah. Not many recent ones, but there are some proper classics actually out there. I, the, the games we have selected are not necessarily classics, I would say. Some of them but are. Yeah, I, I, I would like to start out with uh, with one of my favorites, which is... is um, uh, yeah, I have to remember his full name. It's James Pond 2 mm-hmm. Operation Robocard from uh, from the Amiga, and it's uh, Christmas relation is that that the bad guy has actually taken over Santa's Christmas uh, shack, so so he's making all kinds of weird toys, and and as this um, commissioner Robocard, you have to take it back, and and not only is is the Christmas setting really fantastic, it was also a really crackingly good uh, platform for the Amiga. When it was released, also on PC actually, and Super Nintendo, but the Amiga was the original one. So that's I don't know. Yeah, um, Christmas Lemmings was yes. pretty much a tradition every holiday True. for you know, the early nineties. Uh, they, I think the, there was a Lemmings Christmas game every year from ninety-one to ninety-five or something like that. Again, originated on the Amiga, I would like to say. I don't know about that. I played it on PC, but it was pretty much basically just Lemmings again and again and again, <laughs> even more Lemmings. With a Christmas theme and all the usual lemming mechanics. And some pretty tough levels, actually, if I remember right. Uh, at least in some of the games. Um, nice little festive game. And it was lemmings. Lemmings it was, was lemmings. Awesome. Lemmings was awesome. Lemmings is actually coming back now. Yeah? Yeah, they did just released a new lemming game for PlayStation Mobile. Awesome stuff. For free, actually. Which is sweet. That's okay, <laughs> Ready to Rumble is the next game I would like to mention, and again, it's uh, it's sort of uh, key to my experience with the whole Dreamcast launch. It was kind of that, and the original Sonic Adventure game was the two great games for Dreamcast when it launched, and it had the setting that if you put it to, I believe it was the twenty fifth of December, you would actually see you know a new boxing ring with uh, with Santa on top of it, and and. Uh, you know, costumes and everything. It was just like a small bonus. It would, didn't really matter for the game, but it was kind of sweet and, and on top of a really good game, so. Knights Christmas. Yes. Yes. Knights Into Dreams was one of the defining games of uh, the Sega Saturn. Probably one of the best games that Team Sonic has ever done. Agreed. Um, and there was this obscure Christmas version that was only sold with a few selected Saturn Christmas bundles and then included with a limited number of Saturn magazines, yeah. um, and so it's pretty much impossible to get a hold of. Or at least it was until earlier this year when Knights was re-released on Xbox Live and PSN, and they included the Christmas game. Yeah, Thank you fantastic. very much for that. Yeah. Uh, my next game, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing in itself is a pretty amazing game in that it, it almost plays off every you know sort of vacation mm. and, and theme of the year uh, and of course all that also includes Christmas where you just see all the characters that you know and love um, celebrating Christmas with snow and everything. It's the cutest game probably ever made by Nintendo and uh, the whole Christmas vibe just makes it even sweeter. The first Shenmue is a Christmas oh, yeah. game in the same way that the first Die Hard movie is a Christmas <laughs> movie because the game starts at the end of November in some 1980 year, I can't remember right now. And as you progress, it becomes December, and people in you know around you start putting out Christmas decorations. People dress up as Santa Claus shows up in the streets, mm. stuff like that. So even though you know it's not really Christmassy, it's still technically a Christmas game. Yeah. 
Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Mostly because it's probably one of the strangest Christmas games ever made in that it's based on, uh, on a really known franchise, of course, but it's kind of a Devil May Cry action game with a Christmas setting. <laughs> I don't really what? know who came up with that <laughs> idea, but it's there and you can still play it. I believe it was, was only released for the PlayStation 2, so uh, go out and look for it. Home Alone. Oh yes, of course. The movie based on, or the game based on the movie, of course. Um, it's also a Christmas game because it takes place during Christmas. And was it any good? I played the PC version, <laughs> uh, and I was—I guess I was nine at the time, nine or ten—and I loved it. Yeah. Um, the game on PC. I think the console version, the Sega Mega Drive version, was actually a bigger game with more stuff. But the PC version has you running around your house sort of 2D platform style, setting up traps, and then the burglars arrive, and then you run around the house trying to avoid them and make them go into the traps, and then you defeat them, and you win, or you get caught and you lose. You obviously played it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played a lot, yes. Yeah. Um, I was also mesmerized by the graphics back then, because you know, it had stills from the film in a 1992 PC game. A glorious 256 color VGA graphics. <laughs> was amazing at the time. Yeah. A time before Doom, and you know, proper graphics. True. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Snatcher, mm -hmm. which is uh, Kojima Productions game, um, and was kind of the in-between game that, that really set uh, Hideo Kojima up as this big game producer who, who had a different vision of what games could be. And it was a graphic adventure. I believe it was first released on a C game Mega CD, maybe? Uh, it was cyberpunk, it was uh, pretty much Kojima who had went and seen Blade Runner and... Uh, Metal Gear Santa? Yes, more or less. And it was uh, set uh, during uh, December and there was, I believe, one of the bad guys actually, uh, you know, had a costume that reminded just a teeny tiny bit uh, of uh, Santa. So, um, it's really, really strange. It's still a great game, but, but the Christmas references in the game are pretty, pretty strange. Still there though. Yeah? I don't have any more Christmas games. I have one there. <laughs> um, and I haven't played this myself. It's just the most obscure game. Days Before Christmas, where I actually play Santa. Mm -hmm. And the re really strange thing about it is because it's, it's this uh, just ordinary platform game. But uh, you can make Santa drink coffee and he will turn into anti Santa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and anti Santa's favorite pastime? Mm -hmm. Beating, <laughs> beating up small Smurfs, Smurf-like creatures, <laughs> with his uh, with his uh, gifts. Um, I've only seen it in the video form, but it is the the, the sort of game that sells itself mm -hmm. in December, and uh, I really want to play it now. What platform was it for? I uh, believe Super Nintendo or and Sega Mega Drive. One. Yeah. Well. That's it for us. We're kicking it to another indie darling, and after that, Emily has a new competition for you. Uh, hi, I'm Chris King from Paradox, and I'd like to give a shout out to John Tiller's Battleground Waterloo. It's an old school war game, but it's still available, and it's basically one of one of the early war games I played on a PC, and I loved it then. And I actually rebought it recently because I love it now, and I'm still playing it, and I recommend it to anyone. Thanks. Hi, I'm back with a question. 
In what country is the post-apocalyptic crater set? As always, write me an email at xmas@gamereactor.eu for a chance to win Crater on Steam. Make sure we get your email before 12 noon tomorrow, Central European time. Thank you.